Hi. Hi. We have so much to talk about. We really do. I feel like this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, everyone just buckle in or snuggle in or whatever you're doing during this time. <laughs> Wherever you are, go into it. Last week we said that we would be watching the Trixie Mattel documentary. I think we should save that for last. Agreed. I'm going to say let's start... I, I don't even know where to start. Everything that we have to talk about today is like very all over the place. Yeah. Well, okay, let's start with this, actually. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, because that's something <laughs> that we don't have to spend too much time on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I, 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 I did too, and the Gaga thing happened, where she like called out all the celebrities oh, for yeah. like not really contributing, and I was like, okay, and but she's like not talking about, or she's not naming names, and I was like, oh my god, Ellen's one of them. So Ellen DeGeneres the other day said, "This is what being in jail's like." It's mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone in here is gay. And then the joke did not land, which I don't I haven't seen the video. I don't understand how the joke doesn't land when she's the only person. But <laughs> I guess she didn't laugh at her own joke. Maybe Portia didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently like after it, she's like, oh, the jokes I have or something like that. And everybody's coming cr- like down on her. And it's just... I feel like we go through this now every month where yeah. Ellen says something <laughs> Ellen and everyone's says like, wow, Ellen's something. awful. Exactly. Ellen always says or does something and everyone is like, fuck Ellen. And then the next day it's like, or, you know, the next week it's like, we love the Ellen show again, you know? Yeah. And I get that like the demographic of people that probably watch the show is maybe different than the demographic of people that care about these things. But, like, it's something that keeps happening, so I don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it feels like everyone is mad about her saying that. And I also can't imagine how you could not be mad about it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I can't imagine watching that and being, like, no one is as rich as Ellen. Like, being the amount, having the amount of money that I have or the amount of money that, like, most people have. I can't mm-hmm. imagine watching that and being like, Oh, yeah, Ellen, that's funny. Your life does suck. Part of me is like, her life probably has not changed at all. (laughs) Probably just doesn't, like, go to parties or host anything or do any of that stuff. But, like, her reservation is in Africa, so all of her work there is remote if she does do any, like, actual physical work for them. And, like, she's just hanging out with her dogs and her wife in her, like, multi-million dollar home. (laughs) Yeah. So I... It would be different if you were someone like like a couple months ago with the California fires when Nicole Kidman was like, our entire home burned down. You're like, oh my god, that sucks. I still know that you have money, but that does suck. Yeah. You can't get Alan in this situation because it's just like, you're fine. Also, do you mean the Australia fires? Yes, what did I say? California. Oh my god. <laughs> and she I was, was in California <laughs> because it was around right. the... It was from the, the award show. Was it the Oscars or the, the... I think it was the Golden Globes. Yes, she was there while the fires were happening. I think that's why I was thinking about them. <laughs> or th- them being California. There uh, have been a lot of fires in California, though. 
Yes, there have. It's been a rough, it's been a rough time for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about someone who came out and just oh. came out like 20 minutes ago, I found out. What? Who? Um, let me look at her name so I can correctly pronounce it. Oh. Oli'i Cravalho. Okay. The voice of Moana. Yes. Okay. When you said that, I was like, I, that sounds vaguely like her name. <laughs> also the star of uh, NBC's Sing. ABC's Sing. Sing? What? S- S- was it not called Sing? Do you mean the movie uh, with the monkey? No. The Spring Awakening show? Oh, the Spring Awakening show. Maybe that was called Sing. <laughs> right. It was called some. Right. right. Mm. You know, it has the same vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in that too. What did she um, come out as? Bisexual. Ooh. Love that for her. And she did it via a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Am I the oldest person in the world? <laughs> I feel um, 60 in this moment, suddenly. She lip-synced to Eminem's song. Oh my god, my cat is playing with his toy and it's so loud. Conrad, do you want to play with a toy somewhere else? In a subtle but obvious move, Cravalho is seen lip-syncing to Eminem's Those Kinds Nights, a song that outlines a conversation between a male protagonist and a woman who comes out as bisexual. In the song, the protagonist says they're checking out the chicks, to which the woman responds, so am I. Carvalho is giving is seen looking in the camera, giving a somewhat cryptic confirmation of her identity. So Twitter users asked her in a more direct way. When one user wrote, hey queen, you're doing great in importance of being earnest. What? I don't know what that is. Do you like girls? Now, what a swift way to ask that question. <laughs> She said, if I may escort you to my TikTok. Oh. Maybe she's not bi. Maybe she's coming out as, like, pansexual or what. I don't know. That's the only other thing she could be coming out as, really. I looked it up, and her and Justice Smith, who we may remember from a couple movies, much like uh, Detective Pikachu. Yes. Um, and the uh, mother are... with uh, Isabel Huppert at... Uh, Atlantic Theater Company? Yes. Um, they're reading The Importance of Being Earnest for Coronavirus-Impacted Students. Oh. Okay, so that's really awesome of her. I hope that she maybe says something because TikTok is... And we talk about this a lot on the podcast, obviously. But I think that as celebrities, when they're given a platform, they have to take it. They can't just be like, mm. Yes. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Like, I wish that... You wish she had said, I'm bisexual? Like, something of that nature. Like, the TikTok is, like, fun and fine. But I'm like, that's what I would want to see from, like, my cousin. Not, like, somebody who has not only a platform, but, like, a Disney platform. Yeah, that makes sense. But I have nothing else to say about her. Me neither. (laughs) I want a shirt that says that. I have nothing else to say about her. I can say something next. Yeah, go for it. I have something that we don't have to, like, super deeply talk about. Also because it's not even news. It's just something I found out. So there's this, at the Field Museum in Chicago, there's a T-Rex named Sue. And it's been there for, like, 
it's a skeleton, like a T-Rex skeleton, fully put together, and it's in the front entranceway. And I recently found out that they don't know whether the skeleton is from a male T-Rex or a female T-Rex, so now they use they-them pronouns to talk about Sue. Oh. Isn't that wacky? Yeah. And in Sue has, like, an official Twitter account, and in the bio it says they-them pronouns. What? That's really cool. That's just not what I expected you to say. I know. it's It comes out of nowhere. That's awesome. Where's yeah. the, what's the Twitter handle? I think it's like at Sue the T-Rex or something. Uh, yeah, it is. It's at Sue the T-Rex. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so cool. Isn't that cute? I love it. <laughs> Do you have another one? No. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to talk about Ezra Miller. Go for it. For those who don't know... This video went viral. That's so weird. Hi, everyone. The recording cut out, but basically Ezra Miller chokes this girl out and knocks her on the ground. It's just really weird. It's like we don't really have to talk about it. It's just a weird thing to think about and to know that like this non-binary person who is famous for kind of for being like gender fluid and, and like messing around with gender did this like very like masculine straight guy thing of like choking a woman mm-hmm. that's all sorry while you were talking i was reading your close friend the story because i'm privy to that information <laughs> <laughs> um i did when i watched the video that is not how i saw it and now that you've said it i can't unsee it how did you see it i just thought it was like such a weird awful thing to do I was like, oh, that's, like, from all of the other things that I've, like, heard about him from people that, like, know him through people or, like, just from the news and stuff, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound like him. But also, I don't personally know him. I still don't know what was going on in the video beforehand. Like, I, not that I'm saying that we watched it out of context, but I'm like, was this coming out of anger? Was this coming, like, where, where was it coming from? And I want to know if she's okay. Like, I have a lot of questions about it. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take this toy away from you, Conrad. <laughs> oh, he's fighting me for it. No, give me the toy. Oh, now he looks sad. I okay, will. Here's what I will say. What? I am very interested to see how it plays out with him. Because he has a lot of money on his back. Between uh, being the Flash for DC's entire cinematic universe. Right. And also, like, the Harry Potter spinoff movies. So I'm like, like, I'm nervous that money will come into it and this will go away without answers being published. Is that like, am I I making sense with that? Yeah, like, he won't have to answer for it. Yeah, and then those movies will come out and we'll be like, this will be long forgotten. Like, I'm curious as to where this will go. Also, are are we misgendering Ezra? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. I forget. Hold we on, we hardly we hardly ever talk about Ezra. Oops, they them pronouns. Well, now we know. Oh no, I'm comfortable with all the pronouns. I let he his him ride, and that's fine. Oh, okay, great. Well, now we know. Yeah, we can switch to them now. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where this will play or how this will play out. Are they still in the Harry Potter movies? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were only the first one. No, they... Okay, sorry, I had to mentally make my answer shorter for this. (laughs) (laughs) He 
in the first movie, he his character dies in the end, but in the screenplay, his character lives. Like a small, he like explodes, and a small fragment of him like survives, and he's able to like come back in some weird way. And then at the end of the second one, it spoiler, it comes out that he's Dumbledore's bro- like long lost brother. So like, I I think like the character of Credence is going to turn out to be like a bigger thing since they have three more movies. Three more movies, God. Yeah, and then like think about it, like the Flash hasn't even had a movie yet. Flash yeah. has only has just like been brought up in other bigger like the big budget movies and stuff like that. So I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm interested to see how it plays out. Quick note about Halle Berry. <laughs> okay. Halle Berry posted a video of her son like in a wig and like high, her like Halle's like high-heeled boots like walking up the stairs and having fun. And somebody commented on it and was like daughter or son and Hallie was like Hallie said it's harmless fun it's tight on the kids right now let's have a laugh and have some compassion y'all <laughs> and, then, well, good for and her. then somebody in the comments like bullied the son and misgendered him and uh, Hallie came back and was like well it's he and he's having a ball, trying to be, trying to cope and be the best he can. Laughter helps a lot right now. Um, yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is nice to see, especially with, I feel like we talked about it with Gabrielle Union. Like, I feel like we're seeing a wave of parents with younger, like, LGBT kids being like, yeah, this is awesome. And now I can, like, set an example. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. And I like that, I mean, I haven't seen the poster, or I just looked up the post, but I haven't seen the comments from her. But I like that she doesn't make it clear if if this child is, like, gay or yeah. trans or it's just, like, he's a little boy and he likes a wig. So who cares about labels? Yeah. And we we are stands here at Pally Berry. We um, are. Here at One More Thing. Yeah. Um, I have, hold on, one three things to talk about great go for it one jake oh i have something else to talk about also but go for it okay jake gyllenhaal said that the oscars was going to make a joke about brokeback mountain and that heath ledger fought it and made it like not happen and i thought that that is like one of the best things i've heard from a straight white man in hollywood in a while definitely Definitely. I feel like the only thing that's attached to Heath Ledger's legacy is Batman. And I'm like, oh, this is like one for the team, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I like that it wasn't Uh, publicized at all when it happened. Yeah, it took until now in like an off, like, it it feels like extra knowledge to to like some sort of bigger story that was being told. Where yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, and this was a thing that happened, not realizing that it's, like, actually a big deal. Yeah. The other thing that I have is, <laughs> are you familiar with the DuckTales? Only because you texted me about it this afternoon. <laughs> okay. Okay, so DuckTales <laughs> was a TV show that I watched growing up with my brother. And it's essentially, you know, Daffy Duck and Donald, or not, not Daffy Duck, sorry, Donald Duck. Yeah. Okay, so Donald Duck has three nephews. Why they're nephews, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) 
but they're but they're nephews and they're named Huey, Dewey, and Louie. This sounds okay. Um, and they're twins and they wear different colors. Or they're triplets and they wear different colors. There is a a Christmas Carol with Huey, Dewey, and Louie and Donald Duck, and yeah. Then I, I, it sounds familiar. I know Scrooge McDuck. Okay, great. So the universe that they live in, that that that's like a show called Ducktales. Okay. Okay, so Ducktales is still on TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's on the Disney Channel on their like Disney XD, um, which is like the the Disney Channel that you have to like pay for. And apparently, in last week's season three premiere, characters named Violet, Violet and Lena. I don't know who they are. But their parents are seen wearing shirts that say, I'm with dad. And they're pointing to each other. And you realize that she has gay parents. Whoa. And then Violet wins an award. Violet wins an award. And Lena cheers. That's my sister from a couple misters. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then they like proudly clap her on the side. They're like, oh, nice. And I think it's the craziest thing in the world, but I also do love that it happened at a time when <laughs> I feel like Disney's sort of listening. The whole thing with Beauty and the Beast happened and they were like, and we were like, oh, it was only a split second and it's not even confirmed. It, it's just like a thing that happened. And now it's like, we're going to tell you that these characters are gay, thinking about DuckTales and also thinking about Onward. Yeah, like they will have a line about being gay, but they will be the most off to the side character <laughs> that you can think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blink and you'll miss them. And like the DuckTales, you can't even like just like watch on the Disney Channel because it's on Disney XD. So while there are, uh, as it is with Disney, while there are pl- pluses, there are always minuses. <laughs> That's a good way to just describe Disney in general. (laughs) While there Um, are pluses, there are also minuses. You go ahead and do one. Okay, so my last thing to talk about is a movie trailer that I just watched for a movie. I know. Can you believe it? I watched something. A movie coming out on Netflix, of course, because we love Netflix, on on May 1st, so very soon. And it's called The Half of It. Are you familiar? No. So it's a it's like a coming-of-age movie, and it's written and directed by Alice Wu, who is a Chinese lesbian who... I think she's a lesbian. Oh, yeah. She's a lesbian. And she directed and wrote, I think, Saving Face, which yeah. is like a big lesbian movie from the early 2000s. Um, But this movie is called The Half of It, and it is basically, you know, the story of Cyrano de Bergerac? Oh, very well. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's basically like a teenage lesbian who makes money by writing other kids' essays. This jock Mm -hmm. asks her to write love letters to this popular girl, but she's in love with the popular girl. And so she and the jock become best friends. And then he figures out that she's in love with a popular girl. And we don't know how it ends. Because I just saw the trailer. Oh, I'm totally down for that. So I think if this is still happening in May, which it probably will be, we should watch it for the podcast and talk about it. Oh, absolutely. 
sign me up May 1st. <laughs> That's I'll so long there. from now, and yet also in an instant. But I just thought it was, a, it's like a cool, it's cool that the main, the main girl is Chinese. And I think the love interest is Latina in some way. They're all is- gorgeous. The whole cast of this movie is just so hot. Yeah, it's a, well, they're teenagers. Are, are they? You're right, the actors are not teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> they may be playing seniors, but you know they're like 24. Yeah, that's true. But also I like that the tagline is a different kind of love story. And in the trailer, it seems that maybe the love story will be her and the boy becoming best friends, which I think is a very cute idea. Oh, that is cute. Do you think that she'll end up getting the girl? I think because Alice Wu is a lesbian and like makes lesbian movies, I think so. Is but this I'm... based off of a book or no. is it just like it? Or well, did, is this just from No, sorry. I mean, like, is Saving Face like a, a teen book, like a YA novel? Saving Face is not, nor is the half of it. No, sorry. Okay, great. The half of it is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I saw something says, that says Saving Face, and I was like, oh, is that the name of it? No, it's the half. What is that? That's her lesbian movie from the early 2000s. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Have you seen that? I have. Is it good? Should I watch it? I like it. Saving face movie. I'm going to say it's not the best of the lesbian movies. That's fair. But it is good. Will is a lesbian, but she dare not tell her widowed mother or her very traditional grandparents. Okay. Um... (laughs) She's shocked, however, to find out that she's not the only one in her family with romantic secrets when she learns that her 48-year-old mother is pregnant. Okay, this took a turn. Yeah. (laughs) Unwilling to reveal who the father is, she's kicked out of her parents' house and must move in with Will, which puts a strain on Will's budding relationship with openly gay Vivian. Whoa. (laughs) 2004. Love it. Yeah. Long time ago. Speaking of TV, I have one... Last thing to talk about. Okay. So, have you heard of this new streaming service that's coming out called Queeby? Of course I have. So, I have made a list. Okay. Of of A, the shows on it that I want to watch. And B, all the gay shows. Because there are so many of them. Yeah, I know about a couple of them. Okay, okay, well, you're about to learn about all of them. Great. One dish mantled. Um, oh. The unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt's Titus Burgess. Oh, uh, looks like it's like a reality com- cooking competition, like kind of show. And there's a cannon full of food that blasts like food into the faces of the chefs. It looks very stupid. <laughs> That is a huge twist. But like stupid and like a weird. <laughs> Hold on. I'm watching the trailer just so I can get a, a gauge on. Oh, yeah. There's literally. Yep. It looks like maybe the losers. Okay. Yeah. It looks like maybe the losers have to stand in front of a tarp while they just blast food into their faces with these big food cannons. Oh, my God. So that's coming out. <laughs> or no, it is out. It, it, it premiered April 4th. And then there's. 
fashions a drag, which is one of our favorite drag queens, Willem. Oh, we love Willem. And model Denise Bideau. Bideau? No idea. Biddy Bideau? I don't know. They hang out with our drag queen friends and just like talk about celebrity style and the fashion industry and stuff like that. Oh, which cute. is fun because we don't really have that from, from with like gays on a gay perspective. Something called Game Show, which oh, you guessed it, it's spelled G A Y M E. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's gay comedians Matt Rogers and Dave Mazzoni, who I I mean, sure, they're comedians, but it, I know them because they're like they're on a lot of logos, digital stuff. Mm-hmm. They are the MCs for a game show, and they're and all of the um, they're vying for the title of Queen of the Straits. Yeah, so I watched the trailer for it. Basically, uh-huh. what it is is straight people try to act gay or like complete gay challenges, and then they crown one of them Queen of the Straits. And, oh, like, that's very gay. cute. I'm glad uh, the description that I have in front of me like does not make sense. So I'm glad that that makes a lot of sense and actually sounds very fun. Um, and then it says the guests include Trixie Mattel, who huh, we'll get to, oh, Alana yeah. Glazer, Nicole Byer, Rachel Bloom, comedian podcaster John Lovett, Another and Patty Harrison. Who's that? Patty Harrison is the trans woman from Shrill, and oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes other stuff um what one show that i'm actually very excited to watch is called murder house flip oh which is exactly what you think of it's billed as former executive producers of csi penny dreadful and extreme home makeover are on the team or the team behind this reality show about renovating homes where grisly murders took place oh my god gay Gay interior designer Michael Welsh co-stars with interior designer and real estate developer Joel Uzel is a yeah U Z Y E L. Flipped homes reportedly include the former boarding house run by convicted serial serial killer Dorothea Punt. <laughs> I have no idea, but that's a funny last name. P U E N T E. Yeah, probably P- P- Pient? Point? Yeah. I don't know. So, so that, well, she's a convicted serial killer, which I think sounds very fun. What? Um, <laughs> are you still trying to pronounce it? Yeah. So one of the other shows coming out is called Nightgowns with Sasha Valore, which I... Have you ever been to Sasha's show in Brooklyn? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so Sasha's show is that's usually in Brooklyn is called nightgowns and it seems like this will be like part documentary and part the show um it's built as like back in the spotlight with this series about it's a it's it seems like a docuseries about the show if that makes sense Mm, kind of yeah but it seems like the big selling point is that it will just like be about sasha Valore, and that'll be it (laughs) (laughs) um Oh, and by that, I mean it already premiered. It came out April 6th. There's a, a show coming out about the lesbian soccer player, Megan Rapone. Rapino. 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 It's a, so she's hosting a documentary about the sport and like young athletes and stuff like that. 
Um, I think our favorite show that was going to be singled out. Have you heard of this? I've heard the title. I don't know what it is. Okay, get ready. MTV Studios is partnering with Queeby to resurrect MTV's classic 90s dating competition show, Singled Out. The social media-oriented Singled Out has two queer hosts, Kiki Palmer (laughs) and Joel Kim Booster, who if... uh, I don't think we've really talked about him on the podcast, but I love him. I think he's really hot. Yeah. And unlike the original, which only featured cisgender hookups, the reboot welcomes singles of all genders and identities and sexual orientations. Wow. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. And Kiki. And (laughs) Fun fact about Kiki Palmer. She follows me on Twitter. I forgot about that. Does she still? Yeah, she still does. Wow. I don't know why she followed me in the first place, but she never unfollowed. Maybe it's the gay that runs her account. <laughs> Listens to the podcast. Oh, my God. Kiki, do you listen? <laughs> and then just a very short list of things that are upcoming but have not come out yet on it. One is called The Andy Cohen Diaries, which I don't even need to tell you what that is. It just yeah. seems to be him. Um, an untitled Cara Delevingne show. Ooh. Um, but it's a prank show. Oh. <laughs> Um, in the same vein of punked it says the queer supermodel and actress is getting her own prank show and she's enlisted a posse of uh friends for the mischief making that sounds absolutely horrible (laughs) i also just touched my computer to scroll as if my computer was a touchscreen oh god Um, pillow talk with demi lovato it says on her upcoming talk show queer singer uh and actress tackle topics like activism body positivity gender identity sex relationships social media and wellness and she's also one of the executive executive producers okay (laughs) i think i'll miss it something called potty talk oh my god and it says we're not sure how this is going to work in a post-coronavirus world but celebrated fashion designer alexander wang is hosting a talk show in which he'll interview people in the bathrooms at high-profile events. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a press release reads, it may seem unconventional, but the bathroom is the perfect environment for a chat series, a safe haven where one can find refuge from the crowds, let their guard down, have a private place to let loose and gossip. If I was at, like, a fancy party and I went into the bathroom and there was a camera crew there, I would be like, goodbye. (laughs) Also, the thing that I love most about it is that it's being hosted by Alexander Wang. Yeah. (laughs) That it's not, like, um, I don't know, someone silly or stupid or something like that. Like, this seems like it will be, like, an actual, like, seriously taken, like, almost like a red, red table talk kind of show. (laughs) <laughs> red, red table talk red toilet talk um here's my um, question and then there's yeah. wait i have a question before you continue is quibi just like reality shows and talk shows well i'm glad you asked oh my mo my favorite thing that is coming out on it that we posted about actually on our instagram oh um, I, yeah so- which i definitely know about <laughs> yeah which is something called trip which is being executive produced by Joel Cambooster. So it seems like he has a great deal with Quibi. <laughs> and it's a comedy series that's being described as gay pride and prejudice. 
that's set ah. on Fire Island. And so its cast and premiere date hasn't been announced, but you don't have to be a psychic to assume that Mr. Darcy, oh no, it, it's trying to make a joke. It's trying to make a Pride and Prejudice joke. You don't have to be a psychic Mr. Darcy to know that Booster will also star in it. I assume the trip will be to Fire Island and I can't wait to watch it. That's great. That sounds um, good. Yeah, right? So it seems like they're going to rely on reality and like talk show based type things but it seems like they're also going to get their feet wet with some scripted stuff i saw i see a quibi commercial all the time when i'm watching hulu and there's like a quick shot of two women kissing but i i couldn't i might be wrong like it might be a man with long hair however quibi's already quibi's already not doing well i was gonna say i give quibi about four months People are saying that it's, like, not worth it. People are saying Quibi is the YouTube for people who hate YouTube. Because oh. um, um, all the all the episodes of everything are short. Like, right. it's, meant, it's meant to be... It's a streaming service where you're supposed to watch everything on your phone. Right, which I think is stupid. Same. But with all of this queer content, I'm like, well, can I get a free pass? The first ninety days are free. Oh, maybe I'll wait for everything to come out and then I'll and then I'll do it. Yeah, that's why I said I give it four months because ninety days is three months. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everyone's going to use the free trial and then after it, be like, eh, I'm done. Yeah, juries, I guess, still out on if Quibi is good or bad, but it seems like some fun content. So I guess the last thing that we should talk about is moving parts. Yes. I'm going to let you go first. I mean, I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it was intended for someone who doesn't already, like, love Trixie Mattel. Sure. I thought it, I honestly, I thought it was really boring. Mm-hmm. Like, n- nothing really happened in it. And also the whole Katya thing was, like, the only interesting through line. And then at the end, it it went straight from... That scene where Trixie's like, I wish I was still friends with Katya, I miss her. And then immediately they're friends again. Like, there's no, like, reunion between them or discussion of what it took for Katya to, like, come to the show or anything. And I was like, oh. So the only interesting thing about this documentary was just resolved in one second. I I think I agree with you on, on mostly all of those friends. I think it could be about 20 minutes shorter. But that's because about... <laughs> About an hour in, my Netflix, like, stalled. And I was like, oh, my God, there's still 30 minutes left of this movie. But you're right. I, like, Trixie, I'm a huge fan of Trixie. I, I have listened to both of the albums. Like, I waited in line to meet Trixie at DragCon New York and then got fed up and left. But I, but I do love Trixie. So, like, I really liked seeing, I don't know how to put it, like, I liked seeing things that I remember doing through her eyes. Like, when you see her start All-Stars and, like, uh, that whole journey, I was like, oh, I remember watching this, and now I get to see, like, what it actually meant to you. And I I applaud her for being as open as she was, because I feel like it didn't, it didn't put her in a good light, but it also didn't put her in a bad light. Yeah. There were things on there where I was like, whoa, you're, do you realize that this is, like, going to be seen by people? Like, the text between, that Katya sent, Trixie. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. But you don't really get that from a lot of documentaries just, like, about a person that's still alive. So I 
I applauded it. I thought it was really interesting. You're right. The whole like Trixie Katya thing was the most interesting part of it. And I also didn't expect it to go that much into it. Me neither. Um, I do wish though that there was a little bit more of like a resolution at the end because yeah, you see them together in like, I guess a backstage area. And I was like, I was like, cool. Did they know that they were going to be there? Are they hanging out together? Or is this like an awkward run in? Like where, where's, I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to show me. And if it's just, she got back from rehab and is totally okay. Then like, that's an ending to the story that I would want to know. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it felt weird and unintentional. I think the actual, I, I feel terrible saying this, but like, I feel like the actual making of the documentary was bad. Agreed. I do like the aesthetic of it, but I like, I like Trixie's aesthetic so like that's just what it was but like the actual documentary I was like this is a really long YouTube video yeah exactly exactly that's what I thought but I like enjoyed it (laughs) my question a question I had for you since you know Trixie better than I do did she invent this term skinny legend yeah I don't like that well at least as far as I know let me let me see really quick Ooh, no, she did not. Oh, oh, where did the controversial meme come from? Oh, this is going to be really interesting. Hold on. So essentially, no one knows who the first person that said it was. However, it seems to be like a thing that's... uh, It seems to be a thing that's uh, surrounding Mariah Carey and Aguilera. Yeah. And then I guess Trixie, like, got it from them. I just don't like that term, personally. So I I just was sort of, like, rankled every time they would cut to someone in, in the line being like, she's such a skinny legend. Or, like, you're so uh, skinny, you're such a skinny legend. I was like, I can we just not use this term? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Great. I... I so I yeah I guess at the end of it I enjoyed it I there were a lot of things that I wish were different or bad mm-hmm. and I wish Katya had her own yeah me too the whole time I was like this would be interesting from Katya's point of view and I also yeah. I also didn't really get why they made it I think well okay so here's the behind the scenes part of it it's not a Netflix documentary like I think it was something Trixie just like made for her fans which I think is why it's maybe directed in a sense of like, you already know who this person is. Like we don't have to fill you in on, on any of these things. Um, so like almost like bonus content. Uh, oh. and, then I, and then I guess later it got picked up by Netflix just because it's Trixie Mattel. So I like everybody wants to watch it. Um, let me see when it came out. It came out last April. Oh, Wow. And it's now on Netflix. Interesting. So it just went to Netflix like any other movie. Yeah. Or maybe like Netflix like bought it. Yeah. Or Trixie sold it. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, it was interesting. So what are we, what, I guess we should pick something to watch for next week. That could be yeah, like a fun idea. thing to talk about. What is I have it? An idea. So there's this Netflix show. <laughs> is it called Feeling Good? Feel Good, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. That's what I was going to suggest too fantastic it's only six episodes and each of them is less than half an hour Mm -hmm. 
which is amazing for me. And it's Mae Martin, who is a lesbian stand-up comedian. And she, it's her, Lisa Kudrow plays her mom. And it's like her dealing with her mom and also dealing with starting a relationship with someone. Oh, I had only seen like an Instagram post that it like was a thing this uh, morning and that that, that comedian was in it. It looks really good to me. Yeah, I Netflix keeps trying to shove it down my throat. So I guess at some point I'll just have to take it. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I guess before we bore you with just endless chatter, uh, <laughs> I, guess we'll, I guess we'll see everybody next Friday for episode three of our quarantine series. Yeah, and we'll all have watched Feel Good on Netflix. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe this will all be over. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it, but okay. (laughs) I can't wait for everyone to just listen to us slowly lose our minds. (laughs) Yeah, episode eight is just us being like, (laughs) ugh. All right, I guess I'll talk to you. I'm not going to talk to you until next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'll talk to you in like five minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, but everybody else will talk to you next week. Yeah. Stay All safe. Right. Yes. Wash your hands. Yeah. And stay inside. <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>